0: Love, talk Radio. Hey, this is Will from Dance Gavin Dance, and you're listening to New Music Inferno. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. We are back, but uh we're not gonna be talking music today. Uh I'm changing it up a little bit. I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter or not, but I announced that I'm gonna be going to the AVN Expo uh, in a few weeks here in Vegas, and uh you know, this is a kickoff for me to start interviewing, you know, former porn stars, porn stars, people in the adult entertainment industry. Um, we're gonna keep the new music inferno name, but it's just gonna be, you know, something else, something different uh, for all you listeners out there. And if you guys are listening in right now and you want to talk to Deja, who's gonna be calling in here in a few minutes, you can, uh, and uh, we will get uh, you know, Deja on the air. She's calling in right now. Hold on, let me get her on here in a second. But uh, let me introduce her. She's a former adult film star, now the owner of the Adult Film Festival in Las Vegas, uh, Adult Film Festival LV, which is happening this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, uh, Friday from 8 to 10, and Saturday, 5 to 10, at Treasure's Gentlemen's Club and Steakhouse. And uh, this is the fourth year of the event. And for, me, for more information about the event and to purchase tickets, go to afflv.com. And let me bring Deja on right now. Good afternoon, Deja. How are you today? Let me give you on a second. De- Hello? Yep, Deja, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm fabulous. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. I'm glad to mean, Honestly, you know, this is my first time doing a, an adult start on my show. It's going to be an interesting show. And anybody who's listening in, like I mentioned before, Deja called in. You want to talk to Deja or uh, have any input on the event or have, uh, comments or want to ask Deja anything. I mean, honestly, this is what we're here for. This is what, uh, you know, the podcast is for fans to interact as well. Uh, but Deja, welcome to the show. Uh, so Thank the Adult you. Film Festival is this weekend, uh, in Las Vegas. This is the year you guys are running it. Uh, I attended this year, uh, I will be there, uh, most likely Friday and Saturday uh check in maybe the network and all that but how did this get all started i mean honestly we can go through your histories of a of a you know of a you know an adult actress or you know where do you want to start how did this whole film festival become into what it is going to be uh this year
1: so in 2013 a friend of mine who works for one of the major movie studios in la he had said we were talking he was like hey do you guys have a film festival in your industry? I was like, you know what? No, we don't and he was like, Well that's something, you know, you may want to think about starting. So I had invited him to come do it with me, but he got so busy in production that he was never able to, so I just went ahead and moved forward. So I came up with um about October of two thousand thirteen was when I Decided, okay, this is what I'm doing. And because I had never done anything as like an event coordinator or with major marketing like something like this, Mm -hmm. you know, consumes, I decided to take two years to grow the business and to educate myself. So I actually went to college. I went to school for two years for event planning, marketing, like all of that. You know, because even though I was stepping into it blind, I didn't want to be completely blind, you know, and not know anything. So um, I built up traffic around it for two years. And then in October of 2015, we were at the Cashman Field Convention Center. Mm -hmm. And then um, after that, you know, all of the – Power players that had signed on with me within the industry that first year, you know, saw that I was a serious event because you don't go put out $45,000 for something just because you're a fly by night, you know, not really going to do this again type event. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's, you know, Cashman Center is huge. I mean, honestly, you put $45,000 down on it on the first year or the second year of it, and you're like, okay, let's go at it. Let's get this ball rolling and get it all happening. It's happening again for the fourth time this year, but you're doing it differently. You're doing it at a uh, gentlemen's club, uh, which is, you know, an amazing gentlemen's club. I've never been, but I've heard good things from, uh, you know, my my list passengers and all that. Yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. It's happening at Treasures. What's going on there? I mean, what's happening this weekend for the, you know, for the fourth time, what do you guys, you know who you guys bringing in? What are you guys doing? What what is going on this year? What are some of the future films that you guys are hosting? Are they all amateur porn, or they you know some big it's, names? It's whoever or what? had
1: submitted them, the movies from both professional and amateur. If you go to asslv. dot com, not only will you see the tickets there, but also there will be different categories. Um, You can see a little more information on the actual film festival itself. Now, because of the limited space that we have, we're actually expanded. Since this is our fourth year, we've expanded to the Adult Film Festival and Fair. So um, what we're doing is, for the last two years, we've had it at the Erotic Heritage Museum, which is an amazing place if you're in Vegas or if you ever get the chance most we'll definitely stop by there. It's just it's fun, it's entertaining, it's educational. It's a really awesome place. But anyways, they had two movie theaters there. So we used the big one downstairs to screen the movies and then upstairs we did the workshops and, you know, different classes and stuff like that. So now because we're over we've grown, um, we moved up to treasures. So uh, we took over the second floor of Treasures, and there will be stars there. We actually have an event called Take a Topless Pick with Your Favorite Porn Star. And what it is is you buy a ticket, and you use your device, and you get a couple shots of you with your favorite porn star. And not only are you you know, having fun, because you know when do you ever get to get topless pictures with a porn star? <laughs> yeah. You know, even when you go to the other events, they're not allowed to do
0: that. that. Yeah. Yeah. At AVNs, you can't do that because of, you know, the, you know, just the whole thing. The legalities
1: of their location and exactly. And just, you know, how it is. But by us being in this topless club, it allows us to, and like even last year and the year before when we were at the museum, we were able to do nude and topless pics and we had a whole set created and everything. So like, the guys or ladies who come, you know, attendees, they would come and get topless and nude pics on set with the stars. So, wow. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> awesome. A very, very popular activity. I can't see why that would stop. I mean, we have the gorgeous Allura Jensen who's going to be there and loves triple X models is bringing in a guy and a couple of his girls We have Dee Hart, Presley St. Clair, Miss Poison, Leah Christensen, who actually used to be part of a burlesque troupe, the California girls, and now she's um, just started delving into porn, actually, herself. Um, And we just have so many amazing stars, and it's just going to be a really fun time. They're going to bring stuff you can buy. You can get their autograph. We actually have a set of limited edition trading cards that you can buy for – this year, and it has eight different stars on it, and you buy the set, and then you can take them up and have the stars sign them for you. Um, It's just, it's going to be, it's a smaller, intimate, it's not, you know, we're not in a big, huge convention center right now, and I do that for a reason. But um, it's a smaller, more intimate setting, which is good, because then, you know, you're not going to be, like, get their autograph and then be rushed out of the booth. You know, you can yeah, take a call definitely it's more
0: personal
1: and more more personable yeah. and more
0: fun and everything like that. And you know, Deja, I mean honestly you've been in the industry for how long? I mean, when was the you, you, you delved into this in 2013 you know, in that area and uh you know, now you're out of the industry. What how long have you been you know, out of the film industry? Like how long have you been outside of being uh, you know, actress for everybody out there well, to know? It's-
1: In uh, 2008, at the end of 2008, I found out I was seven months pregnant. So that kind of stopped all production because I had went from talent to production. And to answer your other question, this coming weekend is actually my 20th year in the industry. So I've been through two decades, and I've watched the Internet Kill the DVD in early 2000s. I've watched, you know – Certain tube sites come in and kill, you know, other aspects of the industry. I've watched the growth, the tremendous growth of the webcam industry. And, you know, I'm about to sit and watch the AI come take over everything here in a few years.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, honestly, I know last year at the AVN and CES, you guys had the, uh, you know, the AVNs had the robots at the strip club. And now they had the rubber doll at the Hustlers Club uh, this weekend. I mean, I think this is the last night for it. But I think that's al- I'm, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then also, when I was driving some people yesterday for Lyft out here, they mentioned that VR is coming into play as well uh, with a lot of the the right. the porn right. and, and weird. It, It's like it's like where are we going? How how is this world all? All involved, but that's something we can touch base later on. If you guys have any questions about that or or whatever you want to talk about with with Deja well, here, well, it's coming. But,
1: you know, and that's yeah, another good point that you bring up is you know that's the one thing that we've dedicated when I started this. None of this stuff, none of this AI was even really thought of or spoken of. Even the webcam girls weren't really even they'd been doing what they'd been doing, and it wasn't you know as popular as what it is now. So. When I started this I started with in mind as talent for talent. I mm. want adult films to stay relevant regardless of the twists and turns and avenues the industry ends up going. So I felt, you know, no no one better than someone who actually has been where all these men and women, you know, who currently are now shooting and in production and have their own websites and do all that you know, no one better than someone who's already been there, done that, mm-hmm. to come in and do this film festival. And, you know, when like, like I said, when everything moves to AI and everybody's forgotten, because where do you think it's going to leave adult films once AI comes in? You know, I mean, the web yeah, girls that's... are already taking over everything. You very, You very rarely see, you know, the porn stars like you used to, the companies and everything like you used to when you go to these bigger events. You know, so give it 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 a few more years. Like the music industry, yeah, they're going to be like obsolete, but we will still be here, continuing to grow and continuing to support that aspect of the industry.
0: And that's a it's a very good thing because honestly, you can get porn anywhere nowadays. Like we, you know, we were kind of mentioning in what we were talking about there, and now the adult film festival will bring you know everybody together. You know, showcase maybe some of the films that need to be seen and have haven't been seen by the people like, you know, the amateur people that you met, were mentioning that are going to be there as well. And then also the professionals that are actually, you know, in the industry. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting lifestyle though. You know, I mean, I look upon it, you know, porn's great. I love porn. I think it's, you know, a very cool aspect because we can look in and see as a lawyer, go in and see what people are doing, having sex and how they're doing it. And, Maybe right. what their favorite fetishes are or why did they do the double anal scene or, or whatever kind of scene it may be or, or whatever people are doing nowadays. Because some of the stuff I see is like, wow, like, it's like, what the hell's this? What the hell's that? Like, what's going on? And, you know, how just everything's there. You know, like you mentioned the webcam girls. I mean, you know, just to see how many girls are actually out there and how much money they're making doing webcam. And, and, you know, the guys that are doing that as well, or the couples, it's like, this world is cool. I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a definite world that you need to look, you know, anybody who maybe is looking to get into porn or, or wanting to get their start webcams probably where it's at nowadays. Um, And, you know, and come to these festivals, you know, as a webcam girl and, or a guy and, and you know, network with people and, you know, One of the film festivals or the adult film, you know, things that you need to go to is this festival this weekend here in Bayes. It will help you network with some of the people maybe, you know, get out there and do your thing. We talked to Deja to see, you know, if she has any aspects. That's why she's here as well. Not just talk about the festival, but maybe give some insight to people that are listening in that maybe are Absolutely. If you have
1: any questions about sexuality or relationships or, you know, even any questions that you have for people in the industry that you've always wondered. um, One thing I would like to encourage also is we absolutely love couples who mm -hmm. come and enjoy this together as well as, you know, just bring a friend. I mean, it's cool to come by yourself, but when you have someone else with you, it's just like so much more fun.
0: There you guys go. Do that. If you're a couple and you're like, you know, trying to delve into maybe, you know, the Exploring each other or, a little
1: more You yeah. know, I mean A lot of people are really inhibited A lot of people not in the industry are really inhibited And I think it's very sad because We are sexual beings Like we were made to be that way So there's mm-hmm. no reason to Feel ashamed or Let somebody else make you feel a certain kind of way Because maybe your freak Is a little bit different than theirs You know, they may be vanilla <laughs> You know, definitely, but you may definitely. be rocky road moon track, freaking Brownie chocolate. You can curse. You, know? you can curse that, on the okay. air. It is.
0: It is web. It is rub radio. So Deja, I know I forgot to mention that in in our chat, but you can curse on the radio here. So you don't have to say freaking. <laughs> you can say fucking. You can say dick, Tom, twat, Radio, right, you know, right, All that because okay. it's this is marked down to rated R. So it, it, we're we're gonna get dirty, maybe. Who knows? I mean, honestly, we're we're you know, I've been listening to a lot of vivid radio recently with all the porn stars that are on there to you know, research and, and look into where the porn industry is at and what people are doing and like all the, you know, Christy Canyon or or Aiden Sar or any of those guys that are going to probably be here at uh, AVNs in a few weeks. But, you know, Dolph Film Festival is a great start for you guys and, and you know, for anybody who wants to come. And, you know, maybe the first time ever going to an adult film festival. Yeah, let
1: us pop your adult event cherry. Absolutely.
0: And you're going to pop mine. You're going to pop mine this
1: weekend. They get to the bigger ones and they're like, they get overwhelmed or they get nervous. You know, so if you come to one of the smaller ones, then you kind of have an idea of what to expect. And you can kind of see really how, well, our event is. I can't. Speak for anyone else but we're all Very laid back we're very nice people We're very humble people You know we just we look at it like We have a job just like you guys Get up and maybe go you're A secretary or you work With your hands or like You you drive for Lyft you know that's just mm-hmm. that's Your job but it doesn't define Who you are so you still keep That humanity and you still Are you at the end of the day Even when you are doing your job and that's How a lot of us are you know, Definitely. I, I mean,
0: you look you look at it this way. I mean, we're all human beings, and I know uh, a lot of people that I've been starting to follow, and uh, you know, I I've, I'm going to advocate for them because honestly, it's one of those things where sex workers is a job. It is a job. It is what people get paid for, and anybody who's against it, be
1: you know, revalue. They should just reevaluate. Their, you know because, where they like, are.
0: Because what you mentioned earlier, we're all sexual beings. We all need right. the affectionate, you know, You know, maybe like, you know, all the stuff that we're doing here, like, you know, the, the film festival that you guys are doing, you know, look at what they're doing and then, you know, we're just read about your life because honestly, sex is good and it is great when you have, you know, people that support yeah, you sex in is that meant
1: to be amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, sorry. I mean, think about <laughs> it.
1: If if it wasn't, it wouldn't be our genitals that were sensitive. It would be our fingertips. It would be our nose. It would be our ears. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's not.
0: No, and you
1: know, so it it explore. Do try something new. I have a funny story for you. Okay, I go ahead. I had I I love open relationships, and it actually reminded me because a girlfriend of mine had asked me. Uh, we were talking about this the other day, and now she makes fun of me, but um, but it's not my fault. But anyway, yeah. so back, I'm, I've been celibate for a year, okay? Mm-hmm. But before then, I used to have open relationships and date, and one of my guys was a square. He wasn't in the industry, and he wasn't real. He was freaky, like, in his house, but venturing beyond his bed, you know, was kind of like, no, no territory for him. So I thought, well, let me, let's do something fun because I'm a fun person. So mm-hmm. I was like, a friend of mine ran, runs one of the sex shops down downtown that has booths. You know, the mm-hmm. the um, not the light peep show booth, but the video booths. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, why don't we go down there while he's down there and let's have sex in one of the video booths. I mean, how fun would that be? You know, of course, I would disinfect every fucking thing before we even, you know, lay plastic down because I'm a germaphobe on top of it. So I was even trying Mm -hmm. to go outside of my comfort zone at that point. But anyways, he's like, "No, you're gonna get us arrested. I can't be arrested." I mean, he just went off on these, Mm -hmm. you know, tangent of twenty things, and I, I was like offended. I was like, dude, do you really think with everything I have going, I'm going to jeopardize, for fuck you, do you think I'm going to jeopardize me right now? No, You know, no, by no. doing something stupid, you know? And so I, I started to get mad. So I was like, you know what, let's just stop talking about it because clearly this is not your thing. You're not the freak that I thought you were, and, you know, that's that. So then um, I kid you not, like four or five months later, we're talking and he texts and he's like, hey, remember that time you thought, you know, you'd brought up us doing that? I was, he's like, what do you think? I was like, oh, hell no, 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 <laughs> we are not doing that. We will never, I will never, ever, ever bring anything like that up to you again. You don't have to worry about it. That ship wow. has sailed, you know. And so it, he um, denied himself probably a really cool once-in-a-lifetime experience not only have sex in a location like that, but have sex with me, like someone like me. Yeah. It's not every day, yeah. you know, <laughs> you hook up with people in my industry, you know, mm-hmm. in that kind of uh, setting. I mean, that would have because been honestly, right for life it, for him. You
0: look, it, you look at it this way. A lot of the girls in the industry wouldn't be doing what you were doing. That Like, a lot of people would be charging people to do what you wanted to do there, you know, in that aspect of things. And he gave up a free chance and opportunity to do something like that. Hell, I would not pass up an opportunity like that. That's well, just... we
1: had dated for a year. I mean, yeah. it's not like I just met the guy or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. You true. know me. Hey, hold on one second, please, Kay. One second. I'll be right back. One sec.
0: No problem. Let's go to – let's take a quick song break here, and we'll be right back with more from Deja. And we'll be taking your calls if you guys have any phone calls to make, please do three four seven eight two six is a little bit of Monsters Among Men by American Opera Enjoy, wow. we right back with more Okay, I'm back
1: Oh,
0: ah. Ah. oh
1: sorry. oh, oh.
0: but we are back. Let me bring Deja back on the air with us. She's back. It was quick. Deja, that was quick.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Literally. I I just needed two
0: seconds. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. I was like, okay, let's take a quick song break. Oh, I'm back. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool though. So, you know, that's an awesome story. I mean, honestly, I've never had those opportunities like that ever because I'm not adult film star, but, uh, you know, if I if I want to get into the film industry, I would love to because honestly, I think you know honestly, I know it's it's the money making you know world, but it's also something I enjoy and think it's amazing. Like you know, I'm I w- I have thoughts of everything like going through my head with the adult film world, and it's like, do I hate it? Do I love it? I think I love it because honestly, I see a lot of people doing it, and I see a lot of people you know, doing amazing things with it. And I think you're one of the people that I'm glad that I was able to fall upon on the world of the social media to find out about your event and, you know, giving me this opportunity to have you on the show is is great. And thank you, Deja, for letting me do that.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I absolutely love doing stuff like this. Like I told you, I actually spoke with Rebecca Love and um, I'm gonna continue, probably starting next month, shooting more podcasts of my own, um, like on the Adult Film Star Network. It's called Teachable mm-hmm. Moments with Deja Milan. And there's a bunch of of them already up where I interview other stars. You know, um, some who are retired, some who are active. You know, and we'll have a whole bunch more coming this year. And then also. Um, I can tell you guys a little secret. I'm actually in the middle of writing a screenplay, and we are shooting this year and looking to submit it to the Sundance Film Festival for next year.
0: Oh, wow. What What yeah, is the so, what is the overall pl- plot or theme of this said movie? It's
1: a comedy. It's going to be a comedy, and we're actually using Allura Jensen. It's going to be like a Freaky Friday type thing where they switch Ooh. bodies. But we're using Alura Jensen and Marcus London. Hey, do you know who he is? You know the older English gentleman with the the accent.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. So his voice is going to be coming out of her body. <laughs>
0: That's going to be interesting. And Very it's going to be a
1: comedy. So it's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be awesome. We are really excited. We're actually shooting it on a red dragon. I don't know if you know what kind of camera that is.
0: No, But it's a very no, beautiful,
1: big, gorgeous – yeah, you'll have to Google it. Google it, okay. baby. Um, I'm doing but yeah, that right so now. So that's Red the Dragons. next project that I'm yeah, working yeah. on. And, you know, if if everything can go the way I'm expecting it to, it, it and we're going to actually bring in some mainstream musicians that are well-known, um, possibly some other mainstream actors. Uh, so it's going to be pretty cool. If anything, it's going to be entertaining, you know. But we're we're reaching for the stars here, and by us doing so, you know, if we can get in, that's only going to boost the film festival, you mm-hmm. know.
0: So definitely, I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, and also have, you know you have you have a little Jensen coming this year, and uh, you guys are doing a thing for the locals out here. If you guys uh, follow uh, Film Festival LV on the Twitter. Or on the other socials as well. Just look them up. They are running a thing where uh, you get the – is it a postcard or a promo card that you have to go to some of the uh, adult stores here? Go uh, go ahead. Go to our
1: Facebook page, and then if you look under notes, it's Adult Film Festival LV. But if you look under notes, we have a whole list of locations, like we went to Precious Slut. Um, The Gold Key Shops right at uh, Convention Center in Las Vegas Boulevard, there's a number of shops in there that carry them. Um, There is the Adult uh, Superstore has them, all the diversity locations. Um, Anyways, you go pick up this postcard. Not only is there a way for you to get Allura Jensen's autograph, but if you bring it in, you get – and you show your local ID, you've got to be twenty one and older to get into the event this weekend. But if you show your local ID or a convention badge, um, you get in for ten dollars for both events. You know, so that's that's nothing you guys, you know, for everything you're gonna have access to. And then you get a swag bag as well.
0: Yeah, if you're so the first twenty five.
1: A win win win. Yeah. Yeah. win win. yeah. Win win win. That sounds like everyone. an awesome swag
0: bag. Sounds like well awesome you I'll tell you what though, I'll
1: tell you what. If anybody comes in, whether they're twenty seven or thirteen, you come in and say you heard this broadcast, you'll get a swag bag. Okay? <laughs>
0: thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just crazy. I don't know. We want to put 13 year olds getting the, the swag back.
1: No, no, no. no. i think saying if you're number 27 or number 13, oh, it doesn't okay. matter if it's All over right. or under 25. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. hell no. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, <I didn't... laughs> there's no minor affiliation or any no, of that going on. you got to be 21 was... and older. Sorry and actually, that. it's funny you say that because even when I used to shoot, they had to be 21 and older. I wouldn't shoot anyone under 21.
0: Wow. That's, that's yeah. awesome though. That's good. That's good because then you can't, you know, you know, a lot of people will have to have the, you know, legit ID and all that. Uh, but right. that's an amazing, that's an amazing thing. I mean, honestly, um, you know, the swag bag and also um, if you guys are still, I don't know if you guys are still doing it unless, unless you already announced the winner, but you guys are uh, for locals uh, go on, definitely go on their, their websites because they're doing a giveaway as well for a VIP after party. Correct. What is going to yeah, be? Yeah, for in, tomorrow night.
1: Tomorrow night, go to either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and look for the post where we ask you a question, and, and the winner will get an after-party ticket. So for tomorrow night, from eight to ten. So go on there and answer our question, and that enters you into the contest. But you got again, you got to be 21 and older, and you need to show up in your own transportation, or even like Uber, Lyft would be acceptable as well.
0: Hey guys, if you're listening in and need a ride to the festival um, later on today, Deja's going to have my information on the AFF uh, website, L V L A A. Uh, a F F L V website, and we'll have all the information up where you can contact me personally, and I will give you guys rides. I am a Lyft driver out here in Vegas. Uh, I am, you know, a 5.0 driver, so you don't have to worry about not getting there safe. Uh, and you know, you know, you can talk it up with us on the air. I know a lot of people are probably just getting off work, that's why they're not calling me. Or, you know, they're getting ready to fly out here. A lot of people get nervous,
1: too. Yeah, or they're eating yeah. dinner, or, yeah. you know, it could be anything. But, you know, my DM <coughs> is always open in every aspect, too. So feel free to reach out if you hear this in a few hours. You know, feel free to reach out, ask any questions. You know, tell me how you like this, if you listen to it. I mean, I love all feedback. Yeah, you know, I do, good too. I'm open time. to everything.
0: This is my first time, like I said in the beginning, interviewing an adult film star, and... Uh, you know, owner of the adult Yay, film festival. Yeah, I popped I
1: it, your cherry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. And, you know, me attending this weekend will pop my cherry as well for the film festival. Ooh. And maybe maybe contacting, you know, networking with some of the people there, um, like, that are attending or trying to attend. I know I noticed on the Twitter some, you know, beautiful women that are trying to attend. So maybe they do get to attend and, and have a good time. Um, how So, so... Where okay, so let's get let's get dirty now because honestly that's what I like to hear some of the dirty stories of porn and how you you know, what you did or what have you done before and everything else. I mean, honestly you've been a year celibate. How long do you think that's going to last? How do you how do you control your senses and urges?
1: You know, I wonder that myself. <laughs> that's a very good question. Maybe you <laughs> can answer that for me. Wow. <laughs> you know, I I um I don't know. I guess my focus is so on you know these these little people I've created and the bigger little people that I've created and my businesses and like that that. You know, I don't really, I've never, I've never allowed, people don't know where I live. Let's just put it like that. So nobody's ever been around my personal life in that capacity. Mm -hmm. I dated one ex-NBA player, and he was the only one that I've ever allowed in my house around, you know, my personal life. But other Mm -hmm. than that, everything else I've always done has been outside of the house, and it will continue to be that way. And that's just probably because I'm, like, super overprotective, But that's that's not going to stop anytime soon. So anyway, you you know, it's kind of hard when you don't get out. Mm -hmm. And then when you do get out, people are so judgmental. Like you can't – I have to – I literally started telling guys that I work at McDonald's just to test Mm -hmm. them to see where they were. You know, were you, were you coming after me because you wanted money? Did you just want sex? Were you actually legitimately interested in me? You know, it was like, and I got seared for a while and guys would be like, oh, you're so beautiful. I'm like, really? I'm not that pretty. So what's your angle here? (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> so well, you, i was like okay first thing you, you sent me was step a photo of yourself some time off the, huh? the first
0: thing you did was on on on, on on twitter you sent a picture of yourself because i said i didn't know because i didn't know who i was talking to because i didn't look into yes. it because i just added the added the twitter and i was like are you a guy or a girl and he was like oh here here's a picture and i'm like okay cool like where did this come from and then i'm like oh awesome you're a, a former porn star that's cool. And you're running this thing, and I want to know more about it because it's just one of those things where I think it's interesting that there's an adult film festival in Vegas. I mean, honestly, I, I have crazy stories already of picking people up from the gay oh, spot sure. out here in Vegas. Absolutely, and, and you know, sure. the swingers clubs that are out here in Vegas. Like it's, it's like I want to be where it's happening, and the adult hey. film world is where it's happening. I mean, really? honestly. There's so many opportunities for people to make, you know, a name or make themselves where they want to be. And, Deja, Especially you're doing your thing now. in this day now. and
1: age. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, back in the early 2000s when I first got in the industry, I was like, I'm not doing anal. I'm not doing gang wings. I'm not doing bukkake. And I had, you know, big-time producers come up and tell me, well, you're not going to make it in this business if you don't, you know, do this or do that. I said, bitch, watch me. I am not the one that you tell what to do. I'm, I'm very much an alpha very much Mm -hmm. an alpha. So I've never, and I've been self-employed since I was 18. I've never worked for anybody else. I don't even know what that's like. And that kind of stems from when my grandfather, when I was 15, uh, my grandfather worked for the test site, and the company he worked for made him run their two-mile test knowing that he wouldn't be able to pass it. And two months before he was set to retire and get a pension, they fired him. So they did him really dirty. He worked for them for 38 years. And at 15, Mm. I said, I will never, ever, 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 ever put my well-being in the hands of somebody else. So from when I hit 18, I started dancing. Oh, my God, I was the worst dancer ever. The first night I danced, it was at Cheetah's, right? (laughs) And the first night I danced, I made $400 in sympathy money because I swear to god I, I was terrible. I was I was horrible. It's it's embarrassing how bad I was. And and uh, that shows you how sympathetic everybody was for me. That's how bad I was. I made $400 my first night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I should have made
1: 40 cents.
0: <laughs> I've seen I've seen the best and the worst of stripping. I I you know, I grew up in Pennsylvania, but like the strip club like way back like in way when I was at back home, I would go to it and I'd see some girls. I'm like, Oh, they're all right. But not as good as some of the ones that know, like actually know, like I have friends that are, are semi still in the industry of stripping, um, back home, and they still, you know, they now they're doing like independent horror films and stuff, uh, as well. And, and that's cool that, you know, the strip club back home kind of brought my mindset into the adult world because I was like, Oh, this is cool. And then finally, like a few weeks ago, I went to little darlings and I, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, fully nude but no alcohol which kind of sucks right but right i know it, it, they, they should lift that law they really should because it doesn't make sense anymore but that's that's another government talk for later on um, <laughs> right
1: because
0: <laughs> honestly honestly you know what because honestly it's it's you know alcohol should be served i think you know 18 plus could go to do the webcam thing stay at home watch porn and you know worship other ladies on the websites or whatever um right but You know, bring the alcohol, you know, alcohol and sex is one of those things. And, you know, that's why you guys are having it at a, you know, strip club in a steakhouse, you know, gentlemen's club in a steakhouse. I mean, honestly, you're going to have the second floor. You're going to you're going to have alcohol being served. Right. Or no.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We have a bar in the room that we're in and then the VIP area across from us has a bar as well. And that will be fully stocked and fully banned. So, yeah, absolutely be there. But, you know, it's just an amplifier. I mean, it's, you know, honestly, it's always fun, I guess. I'm I'm allergic to alcohol, so I've never drank. But, you know, from from my experience in clubs and in this industry, I understand that, you know, that is it goes hand in hand, just like people who smoke, you know, when they go out, they do it socially or um you know the drink or whatever so i get that you know that's that's their vice that's good whatever relaxes you i know a lot of people i know a lot of girls who need to have a few drinks before they get up on stage and do anything yeah. or you know so when they do dance so i mean it's whatever floats your boat but yes it will be available for purchase there during our event and go, even go in our room where we are so it'll there be you good.
0: go there you go you're gonna have some fun enjoy yourself there um Back to your story. So you started stripping. And then from there, how did you go into the porn industry? How did the dancing kind of be like a, uh, you know, build bridger and, you know, bridge builder into the porn industry? So
1: what happened was I had started, yeah, um, dancing. And then I've been a dancer since I was little, actually. I was a ballet dancer, and a tap dancer, and a hip-hop dancer, mm-hmm. and I was on drill team, and a captain of the cheerleaders. So dance has been in my blood forever. So once I figured out later on, as times were getting rougher because the money wasn't around like it was, I was like, you know what, I want to be a feature dancer. And the quickest way to do that was to do movies. Mm-hmm. So, But at this time, I had started... Um, to back up a little beyond that or before that um, I had started doing web chat stuff because the dancing just wasn't cutting it for me. So I started doing webcam when webcam first came out. And this is after I had already went to Paris. I went to Japan twice and danced out there. I've traveled the world. I've been very fortunate in my 20s um, to have been able to have all those experiences. I speak, read, and write French and Japanese. Um, wow. I've been... I've been very fortunate in my lifetime with the experiences that I have had being a part of you – know, a lot of people don't correlate being in the adult entertainment industry with doing stuff like this, but you know, if you get into it deep enough and take it serious and make it a business, the sky's the limit. Because I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar a year industry, regardless of who likes it or who don't. That You know, that mm-hmm. is what it is. And so I started doing webcam, and the company that I was working for – out here was a sister company to a porn company in LA, and I didn't know that. So during, uh, you know, the right before AVN is the web conference that they have.
0: No, yeah, which one um, is that? Are you talking about right CES? Now. No, no, no,
1: no. CES is going on this week. It's it's AVN. The people who own AVN do the web conference. It's it's the week before. It's a few days. Like it starts Sunday and ends Wednesday, and then AVN picks up Wednesday and goes to Sunday.
0: Oh, okay. I did not know that. Well,
1: anyways, so um, during that, the sister company was having a porn party. So they asked my company to provide a couple of us girls, could we go host it? So we get there not knowing. We just know we were being paid to go host this, this party up in a mm-hmm. suite in the Monte Carlo. So we get there and Ron Jeremy, Tony Montana, who now has AIDS and had to retire and Tony Oceans, uh, were shooting a three way live movie, um, for Cash Markman, who is a producer mm-hmm. in the industry. And So we didn't know any of this. We get up there, we get immediately ushered from the door to our bedroom, we entertain, we dance, we do whatever, and then when we were done, we went to go mingle with everybody and we were in one suite and we worked our way over through, you know, the middle area and then into the other suite and then that's when we saw all this happening. So I went back over by the bar and just got, you know, soda because I don't drink, never have, Mm -hmm. and... Tawny and Ron came up to me, and they were like, you're really beautiful. You should think about getting into porn. I just looked at him. I didn't know who he was. (laughs) I didn't know anything about porn at that time, and I had no idea Mm. who Ron was. And so I'm just looking at him. He's like, "Um, okay. And he's like, well, we'll give you our phone number. You think about it. If you want to do anything, you know, give us a call. So I, I sat on it for a couple days and was like, this is interesting, I'm not doing anything, you know, I might as well check it out and see what it's about. So a week later, I was shooting my first girl girl scene for Elegant Angel, kind of how I fell into the business, literally. And then, you know, at that point, it became, I wanted to feature dance, so I just wanted to build my brand. Unfortunately for me, I wasn't, because I wasn't doing anal, I wasn't doing gang mings, and I wasn't doing DPs and stuff that everybody else was doing, I had Mm. to do other things to get that credit, to get that Google credit, to get that movie credit, to get my face out there more. So I started doing web, web scenes. A lot of the girls who were at my level wouldn't do it because it wasn't for a production company. And it wasn't, the pay was not, the pay was about half to quarter what you get Mm. working for a bigger company. So for me, it wasn't about the money. I knew I was getting paid regardless. I was being compensated. It was about building my brand and building that credit. Even at, you know, 22, 23, that was my goal. So then I eventually worked through that, and here comes, in the next year or two, here comes the Internet and kills the DVD, and all these production companies in the Valley shut down. And it used to be so awesome. Here's a funny story. You know, you'd go, you'd take a day or two, hit up all the companies in the Valley because they're all within like a, a two-mile radius of each other. I mean, you could literally park your car and walk to five different mm-hmm. production companies on the street. And you walk in. And you ask to speak to whoever the producer is, you know you got everything, all you know, the information ahead of time, and then they bring you back. you fill out the form, you tell them who you want to work with or um not necessarily who you want to work with, but what you will do. They'll give you a location time, they tell you what your pay rate's going to be, they give you a call time, um, the location. sometimes they'll let you pick who you work with, other times they tell you who you're going to work with. I didn't care. I work with everyone like mm-hmm. i didn't It didn't matter to me if you were purple. You know, as long as that wasn't from an STD, you know, that was all that I, you know, I didn't care. But um, it it never failed because this is back when they used Polaroids. You're talking 1999-2000, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is back when they used Polaroids, and you get up there, and you get naked because they do a front shot, a side shot, and a back shot of you. And Mm. it never failed. If I went to five offices... Three of them ran out of film either before the first pick was taken or in the middle of them taking the picks. Like every single time they had to go get. So you're standing there naked in their office like, okay. (laughs) 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 But I miss those days because that's when it was easy. And you get, you know, you, you take an afternoon and you set up 15 shoots and then word of mouth starts rolling in and people start calling you and, you know, it's just I don't know. It was just such an awesome time and I really feel for the talent now in the industry because it's so much different. You know, it you, is. You do, I I've, yeah, I've
0: been Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Deisha, go ahead.
1: No, I just I was always my own agent. I never really had an agent. I used agencies who would get me work here and there and I would take it, but you know, I did my own thing. I I promoted myself and got my own work and built my name myself. Nobody could take that credit, you know, from me. But right now you me. have to
0: build, you have to build people and it's, it's weird. Like, you know, like you mentioned, you have to do the whole, um, you know, having an agent and, and having a PR company to promote you in the porn industry. It's kind of weird. Like, I'm like, you know, it's kind of like everything nowadays. Like, it's kind of like you have to have a resume to get anywhere you need to go as a job. Like, you know, it, but you know, now you have to have somebody promoting you on the side because it's like you mentioned, it's a brand, but when you, in the nineties and the early two thousands you would make the films, you know, there's companies, there's film companies would be like, Hey, here's your porn promote it on your you know, on, on on your magazines or whatever and go from there and it's easy that way. But nowadays it's like no, it's not like that. It's one of those things where it's it's a tough industry. Well it's
1: oversaturated and I, now. Everybody with a camera and lights is doing something. So it's you know it's everybody walks a fine line because it's like what what level are you at in this industry mm-hmm. where are you you know and and it's good that it's that way i'm not saying anything bad about it because i've always been someone who, this is why we accept amateur and professional and pro am stuff because we encourage everyone to follow their passion and be yourself and do what you want to do and express yourself if that's what makes you happy and you feel good you know, what I don't like are these people who come in and classify people, you know, and say, well, you're not going to be good enough to do this if you're trans or if you're BBW mm. or if you're skinny and blonde or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the wrong thing to do. And I've always said, like, these strip clubs who have, um, you know, girls of different races and sizes and ages you know that's to me mm-hmm. is a smart strip club because you know a guy who comes in that may weigh 350 pounds is not going to be comfortable with a jenna jameson barbie type he's mm-hmm. going to be comfortable with a girl that weighs 200 pounds and is more obtainable to him
0: yeah definitely i mean so when you walk into a club right, where they it, all fine. look
1: alike you know, it's like it, it to me that throws me off as a business person because I feel like you're not well rounded. And even when I was in production, I I first started shooting with BBWs. They weren't even really thought of or a thing. It was very very brand new, you know, in 2007 2008 you know they weren't Definitely. really even yeah thought of at that time but i was shooting with some of them i would only shoot when i did for my company i would only shoot with established stars because i was established mm-hmm. you know and they understand the value of production whereas a lot of times you'd have people who weren't who would stand you up and here i have a whole crew i got the location i got my assistants i catered all of my sets with either soul food or pizza or you know, subs or something you know, wow. and I mean, there's a lot of time and money put into that to, to have someone turn around and tell you, oh, sorry, we're not going to show up today. We just don't
0: yeah, feel like it, you that's know?
1: That's garbage. Why, why, so, are gonna that? I, why are you going to do that? Why are you going
0: to go out there and do that right. and not make the money, make the film? And and it's like, they don't get paid for doing what they not did. So they're like, they're losing out right. on on a promotion that would work right, out in and the they're end.
1: costing me money along the way. So that's why I typically only shot established talent because that was, you know, in a hundred shoots, I may have dealt with two flakes, pretty good odds.
0: Mhm. So I want to ask you this, How, what would it take for me to get into the industry? What is some of the things that I would have to do to maybe step into the right direction into Well, the first thing, you know,
1: I always say in business, you've got to take yourself serious if you want other people to take you serious. And the first thing that you absolutely want to do is buy your domain name. Never, ever, ever let someone else own your domain. You go to GoDaddy. I love them. That's all, all I've used for 20 years. I absolutely love GoDaddy. Okay, you go on, it's you know, less than $10. It's like 99 cents if you're a first timer, too. So, this is a Mm -hmm. no brainer here. And you go on and you purchase in your name, in your account, you purchase your domain, whatever you want your company to be called. And do some research, don't bite other people's shit. Like, be original, do your own. You know, I mean, that's why I spell my name D A E J H A because I didn't want D E J A. I wanted, mm. if I wanted to be Deja Milan and people knew who I was, but if I wanted to be standalone Deja, they knew from that spelling who I was. So mm. be original. You know, don't don't go bite somebody else's shit because you see it's being successful. It's lame, and you will never find success. No, not <laughs> you. I'm just saying it in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know.
1: Yeah. So the <laughs> I first just, thing I you want to do is
0: like you're talking about like you know the original. Do something like that. Like go ahead, go ahead, Asia, go.
1: Yeah. So buy your domain. Figure out what you, what um. Figure out what lane you're comfortable in. What do you want to shoot? What are you comfortable shooting? What would you? What do you feel that you would thrive on shooting? What would be the most natural for your um, fans and the people who buy your stuff? You know what. What would be the best thing? And, you know, honestly, with all of these clip sites and stuff out now, like mini-vids is amazing. I love them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe you shoot a few scenes and throw it up on mini-vids and get started that way before you put in a bunch of work on an actual website or, you know, building an actual huge company or whatever. You know, just Mm -hmm. start small. Less is more. I always say less is more. Okay? Especially when you're starting out. Unless you have a million-dollar capital, then, hey. Mm -hmm. Yeah right. Moon, you know, <laughs> but if you don't, just,
0: yeah, I don't. <laughs> baby
1: steps, And, you know, just like I did for the film festival, I took two years to educate myself before I did anything. And I cannot request enough that even my, I cringe right now and I yell at my people when I get online and I see them in a video and they put up a clip and they've got like, you know, uh, a Budweiser shirt on or something that is a logo trademarked or they, they're playing a nationally televised um, syndicated broadcast show or basketball game or something in the background of their film. You can't sell that shit. You are legally by law. They can come back and sue you, mm-hmm. you know, because you are not authorized by them to add their product to yours. And so there's so many little things like that that, you know, real producers know about and people who are kind of, like, finding their way, they're learning or they're not taking it serious or whatever. You know, there was a a story about a girl, and to go one better, you know, locations. Always get a location release. Always um, make sure that when you shoot – you're in a very vanilla place that can't really be recognized. I mean, even like, I guess this one girl uh, and her company rented an Airbnb and the owner found out about it and is suing them. Yes, because that was her house, her decor, her everything. So even when you go to a hotel room or whatever, I mean, you've got to really make it as vanilla as possible or keep your camera angles to where... You know, there's really no telling evidence other than that you're on a bed. You know, you bring your own comforter or just strip it completely of their comforter and just have white sheets. I mean, there's no proof of where you are if you're on a white-sheeted bed. You know what I'm saying? so it's little mm-hmm. things like that that are so important that can save you so much time, money, and heartache later on down the road. And there's a bunch of them, actually. And this is what separates the real producers from what the wannabes you know, the people who are just grabbing a camera and shooting whatever and just trying to profit and make a few dollars. And they don't understand how later on the repercussions of doing that can possibly come back, you know, and haunt them.
0: Definitely, definitely. So, so that's a lot educate. of information. I will go back yeah, and listen <laughs> to this later on. And I don't want to scare you, but
1: that's to scare you, but You're not a scaring me,
0: but it's, it's an interesting world. It's like, Do I just jump in, go get tested and then start shooting with random girls like that are that are porn stars that maybe want to shoot with me or or, you know, do I have to make a brand or or do I just go in it and and delve into it and go it that way?
1: Well, like I said, you can't expect other people to take yourself serious unless you take yourself serious. You know, that's another thing that I'm constantly telling people you can't you cannot expect others to if you're not going to. So you've got to really get, and again, in general, have got to really get together your game plan before you step into it, because there's two ways it can go when you do. You're established as someone who's serious that people will work with, because we are a small industry. You may not, mm-hmm. people may not realize because there's so many of us, but we are a small industry and everybody talks. So mm-hmm. if you step in with the wrong foot forward, that can be your end of you know anything serious. So but if you come in knowing what you're doing, knowing what you're talking about, treating people with respect instead of acting like somebody who just wants to get laid because a lot of new guys come in with that bullshit in their mind and it's like this is a business for us. You know? This is not your freaking private whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just not that's not what we're here for. You know, Mm -hmm. this is a business for us. So we expect everyone to be of the same mind mind frame and mindset when we go into these things. So, you know, unfortunately for new people, until they get established, typically, especially because, you know, guys come a dime a dozen in this industry. You can't mm-hmm. find guys that will do this shit anywhere. It's the mm-hmm. girls who, unfortunately, even though the guys have a harder job, which I realized that even when I used to do strap-on stuff, I realized, <laughs> you know, my hats off to you guys because I didn't even have to stay hard, but it was a, it was, you know, it wasn't difficult. <laughs> I just difficult, love no, the way I mean, you said it. You the guys way you work. said it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, they do, they do, and it's like you got to work out, you got to look good, or. You just be some random yeah, dude as big Yeah, but You also got to be and,
1: able to get hard yeah. on command. You got to be able to nut on command. You got to be able to be okay with camera guys going in between your legs and getting under and up shots or coming down over your shoulder to get the um birds eye shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot be conscious of other people in the room with you. You've got a, there's a huge, it's a, it's more of a mind fuck than anything. The physical act is no big deal. It's the mental part that gets so many people. And that is what a lot of guys are like, oh, I can do porn, no problem. And then, you know, and then they go to do it and they can't. It is a problem, you know, because they didn't understand. You're not in a dark, quiet room with your girlfriend who tells you how big you are and how awesome you are and there's no lights on and, you know, you're, king stud of the show that for that you know five minutes or two minutes or however long i don't know how long most guys last 20 minutes out of what i don't know <laughs> but anyway <laughs> you know so it, it's you, always G. the ones that are like You're three to five awesome. minutes last that last that are like they have the biggest mouths oh i can do this no problem that's easy you know and it's like okay if you think so well show me then <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So,
0: you know, I, I want to get dirty. I want to know, what is the biggest cock you you took on, on, on camera? 18
1: inches. 18 inches. You can uh, – he's called Mr. 18-inch by uh, Gentleman's Video. And he was actually <laughs> – we sat in front of each other like um, – you know where you sit in front of someone and you both have your legs open and I had my legs over his?
0: Yeah, 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 like sitting position,
1: he, Yeah, like a like a facing position sitting down. You know if you wow. sit if you sit cross-legged and you're sitting in front of someone cross-legged? Mhm. But we had ours open. But anyways, he would fuck me with his dick like a dildo.
0: Wow.
1: It was that <laughs> big. And he couldn't get fully hard because someone that big could not or he would pass out. Yeah, from lack of the blood, blood and oxygen, yeah. you know, to the brain. But yeah, That's he crazy. was eighteen inches. That was the biggest that I did as far as length. And then I think probably Mandingo was like the biggest I did as far as uh girth. Wow. Yeah. Any
0: any any chance we will see you come out of retirement?
1: Not as far as doing hardcore. I'm I'm contemplating doing, like, magazine stuff, more college speaker appearances like I had been doing these last few years, Um, possibly fetish, maybe girl-girl, but I won't do boy-girl anymore because, again, the whole celibate thing.
0: Yeah, just do the uh, girl-girl thing. That would, would, you know, make the money anyway because a lot of guys like to see girl-girl anyway. Um, But that's, that's... most guys, unless you're gay, but that's besides yeah. the
1: point. Uh, <laughs> right,
0: but you know, I just you know, it's, it's self-explanatory. But yeah, um, uh, where else do we want to go? I know we have a minute left on the air here, but I want to thank you so much thanks, for being a part of the show. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to this event, this event that you guys are doing this weekend, the Adult Fun Festival Las Vegas, which is happening at Treasures Gentlemen's Club and Steakhouse. Uh, happens Friday and Saturday. Tickets are available now. If you're a local and you show your local ID uh, and you come w- with your own uh,
1: transportation. transportation,
0: it's $10. If you don't, it's 25 Uh And uh, if you have a CES it badge. It could
1: potentially be more um, because I guess the clubs have certain things, uh, deals going on with like the taxis authorities and stuff. Okay. So that's why there it's best go. to Uber, Lyft or your own transportation if you want the the $10 special, you know. And just there show it, you, go. you got to be 21 and older, and we hope to see everyone there. It's going to be awesome. And where else can you go get topless pics with your own device, you know, with Formstar? So that's all yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> well, and com you- and follow us on social media. And not a problem, my dear. Thank you so much for having me on here. This was so much fun talking to you.
0: It was great. I can't wait to meet you tomorrow night in here. In Vegas, I know you're from Vegas. So you're born and bred in Vegas, yeah. like you, like you mentioned in your Twitter, uh and that's awesome. You have a good night, my friend. We'll see you soon, and everybody. Thank you for listening in. I know it was a different world that we were touching on today, but yo, know, it's 2019. If you guys aren't into porn and you're, you know, you know, being being stagnant in your life, look in your and reflect on yourself and evaluate what you're doing. Because honestly, you know. Porn, weed, and everything else. Wrong will be coming with
1: it. Yeah. And, no. <laughs> and yes. And even explore yourself. You don't even have to get into actual porn and, and watching it if you're not. But explore yourself more. You know, that's all I request. And thank you. I will let you go now. I've actually got meetings to get to with some of my stars this evening. So,
0: no problem, Dave. Have a good great one, night. And
1: I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
0: Definitely. And everybody, thank you so much for listening in. We'll talk to you all. Later on next week with more from New Music Inferno and also uh, coming up at the AVNs as well. But, everybody, have a great night. Love you all. Have a good night. Peace out. And talk to you soon. Hit us up on the Twitter at New Music Inferno or Facebook, New Music Inferno. Or hit us up on my Twitter at JRNMI as well. Love you all. Have a good night. Peace out.
1: Bye.